0: Hi. Hi. (laughs) Welcome to Girls Gone Vile. I'm Kaylin and I'm terrified of birds. I'm Annika and I really, 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 really like fried tofu. So this week is going to be Annika's turn to tell me a story. I know. I'm excited to not listen to myself talk for too long. I'm really anxious. Don't be. It's going to be so good. (laughs) We're doing this thing now where, like, before we would get really excited to tell each other about, like, crimes, and she'll start to tell me, and I'll be like, no, save it for the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Like, keep it in. So we've been pretty good on that. But before we get into her story, we have some unfinished business from last week. Because at the beginning of my episode, we were talking about how it's really important to know the zodiac signs of everyone involved. And I couldn't find it for everyone for my story. But I said I would guess at the end of the story. And then I forgot to, we forgot to share our opinions. So we're going to play a little game called Guess the Zodiac Sign. I honestly don't even remember them enough to guess. They remember the Stinky Stylers. Yes, the Stinky Stylers. I do remember them, but
1: I don't know how to profile okay. them. Okay. Uh-huh. Well,
0: I'll tell you my opinion. You can okay. agree or disagree. Okay. Okay, So, I think Bad Nancy. Remember her? Mm-hmm. I get Aquarius vibes because only an Aquarius would, like, need to be in the spotlight and write a whole book about it. I see. Either that or, yeah, probably that. Or a Scorpio, because only Scorpio would be, like, think that they can get away with it. (laughs) So, yeah. And I agree. I tried to look it up, too, and, like, I couldn't find it. There's no birthdays or anything. Yeah. And then, um, I think Trey... I'm feeling Capricorn, and I don't want him to, like, be associated with me, but, like, only a Capricorn would be loyal enough to, like, take the hit for murder, too, so. I see. Those are good observations. Those are my observations. All right. Well, but we'll never know. We will never know. All right. Well, that's all the unfinished business I had. <laughs> Thanks for coming to my astrology TED Talk. <laughs> and then, Annika, do you want to <laughs> tell us? Okay, so today
1: um, I have a story Last time, Kaylin's was close to home. Um, mine is close to home and being that I remember it from when I grew up because um, this man worked as a security guard at the hospital that my mom worked at, mm. and yes, and my mom worked at the front in admissions, um, so he sat in the little booth with her and a co-worker. Every night, the night shift, he... Walked my mom to her car at night. He was the man that was supposed to be protecting her. <laughs> so I remember when this happened. But it is not close to home in the way that it's from where I grew up or was born. I guess I did grow up in Texas. But I was born in Kentucky. This is in Texas. This is... Um, he, the house was in Canada Texas. Um, but he worked with my mom... At a hospital in Cleburne. um, And so... We got a local one here too. Everyone's going to be like, I know where that is. Um, I honestly don't even know where to begin. Um, I tried to find some background on him so we could have a little bit of a background story. Um, I found that his childhood was pretty sad. Um, What was his name? Did I miss that? Oh, sorry. His name is John Hummel. Um, Hummel. John Hummel, yes, and he is a Scorpio. Um, mm-hmm. And his this birthday going to
0: be a doozy. If he's a Scorpio.
1: <laughs> his birthday is the fourth of November. Oh. He was born in nineteen
0: seventy-five. November Scorpio. <laughs> no, I'm already.
1: And I got all of my information. I am very afraid of wrong information. Um, so I got all of my info from TexasCourts.gov. USCourts.gov and the SupremeCourt.gov. Um, so I found the official documents to make sure that I was um, telling the correct facts. Um, also, some of this, a small part of this, is uh, direct witness, I guess. Yeah. Sources direct witness.
0: Oh, that's going to be good. <laughs> okay,
1: yeah childhood um his mom was described as um like loveless and not nurturing and didn't really seem to care much for him um there was a family friend and that family friend said that she would do anything for his children but did not seem the same way for her own children including mr john do you know um, how many kids she had? I do not know how
0: many kids but she had. But she had more than him. Yes, but she, she just had. didn't care about them, just other people's kids.
1: Yeah, she. Okay. I'm not sure if this was a boyfriend who said that. It had just said, like, an acquaintance um, or a family friend. Um, I know that later on in life, he was discharged from the military. Um said honorably discharged from the military he was discharged from the military um i know that he got in trouble for smoking when he was not supposed to smoke um and i that happens though
0: yeah yeah yeah. we've been there
1: um (laughs) okay so i guess now we're getting into um when it started um so (laughs) so mr oh wait i guess this is uh starting in 2009 um, and in 2009, John Hummel, um, he worked at a hospital in Crow in Cleburne, not Crowley, in Cleburne, Texas. That's all the same to me. <laughs> and he was a security guard um, at that hospital that my mom worked at. <laughs> um and he would usually stop at an EasyMart um that was in Joshua on his way home from work um to see a woman who was a clerk there and her name was Miss Christy Freeze. Um and he texted her a lot from October of 2009 to December of 2009. And um Freeze says that he told her that he was married, um, but he did not love his wife.
0: Oh, I already don't like this. Yep. Oh, it's like what we talked about last yep. week. Where, like, they'll tell it's, the other woman, like, anything. Um,
1: it's very, very, very familiar. Yes. Okay. Um, he told her that she didn't, he didn't love her anymore, um, and she told him that she was divorcing her husband, She's in the process of it, and she's dating someone else. And she told him that she just wanted to be friends. Um, but eventually, they had set, se- sent sexually explicit <laughs> messages. Sexually explicit messages. Oh, no. Oh, my God.
0: <laughs> Not those. <laughs> and Censor this. What will the children think? <laughs> um, they sent the sexually explicit messages.
1: Um, <laughs> And... They eventually had sex.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> December 10th. Intercourse. They they engaged in yeah. intercourse. They
1: engaged sexually on December 10th.
0: Oh, um, that's a very specific day. Well, yes.
1: We've we got to pay attention to this timeline, okay? Yes. <laughs> Hawa told her that his wife was pregnant. Um, And so then she said, hey, um, please don't talk to me anymore. Please don't text me. Please don't call me anymore. For her. Yeah. Um, But you know what he did? He continued to contact her. Um, They
0: never fucking listen.
1: Yep. They never fucking listen. Uh, So that was on the 10th. He kept contacting her. Um, And then December the 16th, um, she told him that her divorce was finalized. And I'm not sure if this was like in text message i'm not sure like why they were talking i don't know why that was information that he needed to know but she told him um and that was the 16th of december um and then on the 17th of december um oh okay also on the 16th of december oh there's more yes um on the 16th of december um there's a woman named Lori L. I don't know how to pronounce her last name. Um, but she worked at the huddle house that was by the Easy Mart. And um, says that he would go a lot whenever he was on his way to work and on his way back home from work. And um, he would usually go in. Um, and he was usually in his work uniform because he was going back and forth from work. Um, and he would go and he'd sit in a booth sit facing her. And talk to her like while she cooked, while she did her shift, you know. Um, but on the 16th of December, she said that he came in wearing street clothes. <laughs> I guess that just means that he <laughs> not we- wear clothes. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't wearing his work clothes. Um, he reeked of cologne, and she said that he sat in a booth that did not face her, and he didn't speak to her. He was quiet, and he seemed like something was on his mind.
0: Oh, he was being real sus
1: then. He was being very suspicious. Ooh. Um, later on, we learn, um, should I talk about what he confesses to now? That's up to or you. Or later? Well, we'll keep going with this timeline. Because we'll okay. talk about when he decides that he's going to tell people what ha- happened. Yeah.
0: Why he was being sus in the restaurant. Yes, why he was being in sus street clothes. in the restaurant in street clothes. Yes, exactly. Wonder what kind of cologne it was. <laughs> like, was it like versace or was it like axe body spray it was probably axe body (laughs) spray um so that was the
1: 16th that was what was said about him on the 16th (laughs) so on december the 17th um christy freeze she decided that she would allow him to come over to visit to see her and her daughter um and so he came over uh that night uh, she said after dark, he was in his security clothes and he stayed for about 30 minutes. I guess we're getting into the the part. Um, the part. Yes. He went over to her house, stayed 30 minutes, um, and then we'll skip to December the 18th. Um, Shortly after 12 a.m., emergency personnel arrived um, at his house on um, Little School Road in Kennedale. Maybe I shouldn't say what street. (laughs) That's all right. (laughs) Shortly after 12 a.m., emergency personnel arrived at his house uh, in Kennedale, Texas. Um, They kicked in the door. Um, They kicked in the door and they couldn't see anything but smoke and flames in the house. Um, And they yelled to see if anyone was in the house, but they got no response. Um, But they did see that the back door was open. No. So...
0: Oh, like isn't... I just hate when you see a door open. Spooky. I know. Doors, a window. Just close everything. (laughs) Um... Yes, he saw, saw that the back door was open.
1: Nope. Um, they extinguished the um, the fires, and they found each of the bodies. No, there were bodies. Um, I mean, I knew this was going, but still. Yes, um, the bodies of his wife, um, Joy, oh, no. his five-year-old daughter, <sighs> no, Jody, yes, no, 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 and his um his father-in-law, Clyde, who was staying with them. Oh, Clyde. Um, and they found them in each of their rooms, and they said that Jody and Clyde were in their beds. Um, but Joy was on the floor, and there was a pile of blood-soaked clothes nearby. Agent Steele of the um,
0: Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms. Agent Steele. Yes, Agent Steele. Oh, that's so cool. That is his name. I love that. That just sounds so fake, and I love (laughs) Agent (laughs) Steele. Agent Steele with ATF. Yes. (laughs) Um, He observed that Joy
1: had injuries on her hands and her upper body that appeared to be caused by means other than fire. Flash forward to 4.30 a.m., and that is when um, John Hummel decides that he's going to make his appearance. Um, so he shows up and he approached an officer outside of the house around 4.30 a.m. Um, and he he just had to know, did everyone make it
0: out okay? So he's doing the like, I'm a victim, I don't know what's going on yeah. type thing right now. So he keeps asking if any, everyone made it out okay. That is
1: what he is concerned with, um, apparently. And so he talks to an officer um in his car while smoking a cigarette nonchalantly um <sighs> <tells laughs> me, yeah just like acting like yep. everything's cool i not acting like everything is cool um the police officer said that there was a point in time when he placed his face into his hands and was just basically sitting there he was not crying he just placed his hands Over his face,
0: like he's—it sounds like an act to me. Like he wasn't upset, so he couldn't really cry. Yeah. So it—it just sounds theatrical. Uh huh. And he kept saying, like, he kept being like, "Did
1: everyone make it out okay? Did everyone make it out okay?" And the officers just kept saying that they didn't know. Cut the theatrics, John. Yeah, for real, John. Um, and he kept saying that he—he wasn't at the house all night. He was out. Looking at Christmas prices, looking at prices for toys for Christmas for his kids till like four thirty in the morning. Yeah, till four thirty in the morning. He was at Walmart. He said that he was all around. Just,
0: just wait. Just, also, just wait. Did, but you said this was like December sixteenth, seventeenth, around there, the eighteenth.
1: This is the eighteenth today. Nope.
0: This is the eighteenth at four thirty in the morning
1: of December eighteenth, 2009. No man buys Christmas presents that early. Exactly.
0: If this was the twenty third, maybe that would be believable. Exactly. Till four thirty in the morning. But anyway. <laughs> here comes five
1: fifteen, five thirty. Um they take him in to write his statement. He follows them in their minivan in his minivan. Um I wish the cops had a minivan. <laughs> Can you imagine getting pulled by like, sirens on a minivan? Yeah, minivan. <laughs> um So he goes, he goes to write his statement, and his statement is full of lies full of lies yes bunch of baloney, a bunch of baloney a bunch of a bunch of malarkey <laughs> his witness statement had read so i left my home around 9 p.m i drove down to joshua to visit a friend but he was not home i drove around for a while to wait and see if he would come home but he did not i stopped and got gas i drove around some more then I began to visit Walmart to price things for Christmas. I uh, came home midnight. a little after 5 a.m. and found it burned down and firemen and police were still there. He also said that, yeah, they could like check his van, check his house. Um, and while he was doing that, um, an officer noticed that there was blood. Um, or what appeared to be blood on his pants. And so they took all of his clothes in and they did find um, blood on his pants and his socks um, and scratch marks on his back. After he had left making his statement, um, he decided that he was going to make his way um, to a meeting for his job at 8 a.m. He picked up his paycheck and he left around 11 a.m co-workers said that um they were not aware that anything unusual had happened until people tried to contact him later and they couldn't reach him and so a worried friend filed a missing persons report for him
0: because he like skipped town
1: because he skipped town yes um
0: Because he was just so upset, right? That's why.
1: Oh, yes. Two days later, he tried to enter the U.S. on foot at a port of entry between Tijuana and California. Um, He did not have a passport or any proof of citizenship. And so they entered him into the system and found that he was what was considered armed and dangerous, basically. And so they um, made him wait. Because he was in California, Mm -hmm. and they made him sit there. They didn't arrest him. They didn't detain him. They had to wait for the Kennedale police to go get him. Um, They read him his rights, and he orally and, um, like, written, uh, confessed um, to a lot of things. And
0: what exactly made the... I mean, obviously, he's sus, but, like... What made them be like? Yeah, that's our guy. Was it just him fleeing while the cop, like while he was under investigation, or um, so
1: they oh, had the blood found too, the blood, yeah. yeah.
0: He w- he was just very suspicious. Yeah.
1: Um, they always are. We do find out later. Um, let's see. I do think that it's because he fled. I don't know if there was anything specifically that was like this is like suspicious other than he was suspicious yeah
0: but like if they're investigating you like if you're a person of interest which like the husband always is because mm-hmm. it's always the husband like you can't leave the country if there's yeah. an ongoing whether or not you, no, you can't to, just so.
1: end up disappearing like he really just like was like here you go you can check my clothes okay bye, bye. off to picks mexico up his paycheck goes to his last meeting picks up his paycheck and just like leaves and they don't know where he is
0: I like how he was like, I need to pick up my paycheck though. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, priorities, yeah. I guess. On the twenty first, okay. Um, they find they detain him. Blah blah blah. He's in California. He comes back here. Uh-huh. He verbally and writes a um confession. Okay. Yes. And in his confession, oh, no. um, he says that he does horrible, horrible things. Is um. What he said. He said, I did a horrible, horrible thing.
0: Understatement of the century. But
1: um, yes, he told them that his plan to kill his family began about two months earlier um, when he wanted to be single again because he was involved with Miss Christie. <sighs> <sighs> um, <laughs> he said that at first he tried to kill them um, by putting rat poison into ground turkey no. and making it into spaghetti sauce um, to feed his family the night of the 16th.
0: Have like any of these men in any of these stories heard of divorce? <laughs> I, I guess not. I don't understand. Um. So,
1: yeah, that was on the 16th. Um, he left the meal for his family while he was at work. Um, he went to work and this is where a personal experience comes in. Because that night at work, he decided to share his spaghetti with two of his co-workers. Like the rat poison spaghetti? The rat poison spaghetti. Well, it's a, what, what we think is the rat poison spaghetti. uh uh-huh. um, Because my mom, who he gave the spaghetti to... <gasps> Your mom had rat poison spaghetti. <laughs> ...said that it was... And I quote, "Too salty for her to eat." She took one bite and could not eat it. Is rat poison salty? I've never, I don't, I've never had rat poison.
0: I trust your mom's judgment,
1: though. Um, But her and her coworker, who worked with them that night, both were like, "No," Um, and so that that happened at work. But then he came home from work, um, and his wife told him that she had thrown out the spaghetti because it tasted strange. Okay. Um, and so he said that he quickly had to come up with
0: another plan. So did he, like, just not put in enough rat poison? Is that, like, I don't know how rat poison works. Like, it's good. Like, no one. Well, like um, we
1: find out later that he was searching things on the work computer. Um, they always do. Yes, he was uh, using a doctor's computer um, and he had searched effects of rat poison on the human body. On the same computer, um, he also decided that he wanted to access the website hornymatches.com Horny matches? Hornymatches.com
0: Damn. Where he
1: wanted to meet women for, you know, sexual
0: For horny business. For For those horny matches. matches. Um, But like, his wife and side girl weren't and he had to like go on horny matches and he yeah well he was at work he was out he was like on duty at work he going was doing gun. this on the doctor's computer sure. on the
1: doctor's computer he wanted them to meet him at the hospital so they could and i quote smoke weed and other things
0: like <laughs> you really don't know what's going on at your doctor's <laughs> office do you? my mom said that he was never there
1: Like he, because I I was like, did you know that he was doing this? And she laughed out loud and said, ha, probably he was never there. (laughs) He he was out meeting his horny matches. Horny matches for sure. Um, Let's see. So he said that he had to come up with another plan. Um, And so the next night... Um, the night of the 17th is when he dressed up in his cop uniform. He went to go visit his girlfriend, his Christy for 30 minutes. Um, he, yes, he visited his girlfriend. He put gas in his van and he came home and parked his van where nobody could see. Um, he grabbed, he said he grabbed a baseball bat. He first stabbed his wife with a kitchen knife. No. She woke up. And she was screaming and struggling. And so he said the knife broke. No. And so he grabbed a baseball bat and struck her on the head until she was unconscious. Um, he then used what he himself described as samurai swords and daggers um, and mm. continued to stab her. And he didn't know how many times.
0: No. Um, samurai swords are cool. Don't use cool things. Don't ruin it like this. <laughs> Don't ruin samurai swords. Ugh. Um, he used the same bat to kill his daughter and
1: his father-in-law, um, oh. and then he set his house on fire.
0: Just like, oh, the kid thing, like kid things, just like yeah, fuck me up, he, and like because he and he said that this was because he wanted to pursue
1: a sexual relationship with this Christie girl and become a father figure to her six-year-old daughter.
0: You so have your own fucking ha- kid to take care exactly. of. Exactly. And, like, why the father-in-law? I Just because he was there? Just because he was there, I
1: guess. Because he lived there with them. Um, Agent Steele, the arson investigator, um, determined that there was no accidental causes. Oh, um, clearly. Yeah, and that there were three distinct areas of the um, origin for the fires. So there were three spots where he started the fires so i guess that answers your question that is probably why they were like oh this isn't an accident like he is suspicious and they were out to go find him because
0: they had realized they had done the autopsy at this point yes they had done the autopsy like these people did not die in a fire yeah and in the autopsy there was like
1: a bunch of evidence that she yep um december 21st whenever he was confessing he did tell them um where he disposed of all of the weapons. Um, so on December the 21st, they went and they searched a dumpster, um, in Arlington at an auto parts store. And they found oh. a number of weapons, including an aluminum baseball bat, a large sword and sheath, oh. a small sword and sheath. Damn, this guy had like everything. A kitchen knife. Oh, um, a small bag and the handle of a dagger that appeared to be broken and the um and DNA testing was done on all of that and the clothes and the um socks and pants that had the blood on it and all of it matched DNA um to the
0: victims yeah. which was his family he didn't even try to cover it up he which did, is good because he
1: gets caught um but oh, like he did try to cover it up because they did find him on um cameras at walmart he decided that that night after killing his family somewhere in between him setting the house on fire um and him coming back at 4:30 in the morning he just drove around um to many walmarts around burleson around Dang. texas um and some gas stations um and he just wanted to be on camera and he said that he told them that he did that
0: oh so so like they would match his alibi, I'd be yep. like, "Look, I'm in Walmart." Uh-huh. Damn, like you never know who's in your Walmart. I'm never know. I'm gonna who be who's walking around Walmart, Walmart and be like, "Did one of these dudes just murder his family?" I just, he really, he really tried, but he I fucking tried. failed. What? Why did he bring the rat poison to work? Was he just like, "I, I have leftovers, know. I might as well get rid of them"? I had did, no like, idea. Yeah, like how'd your mom get caught? Like it was just really fucking random. Well, my mom
1: had to do a police report on it because she was like, yeah. Because they found those searches on the computer. Yeah. The effects of rat poison
0: on human beings. And horny matches. Is, and
1: hornymatches.com.
0: I think by that's so fine because it doesn't even try to be discreet. No. It's, it's no. not like some funky name. It's like. Hornymatches.com. this is what we're here for we're not playing around we ain't trying to be Watch that be like not even his search it's some other doctor's
1: search and the doctor's like shit like i really i'm so lucky that they pinned <laughs> that on him
0: like it really worked out that he was also a murderer now one doesn't know i'm a perv exactly but yeah that is a sad story i'm sorry that it was all over the place i oh, it's could okay. not but um question though so so obviously he was convicted Th- how long did he get he is
1: he is on death row um he was supposed Ooh. to be executed I have notes. (laughs) So, like, obviously no possibility of parole. Like, he's... No, he was supposed to be executed um, on the March, May. He was supposed to be executed in 2020. um, But they had postponed it because they said that COVID-19 has
0: interfered and impeded the investigation um, and trial okay give me the trial but I, I thought they were like um we can't have him get covid no, before no, 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 we're no, no, about no, no. to execute him they <laughs> i see i see they already had their
1: trial like at punishment like the jury said like at punishment they had asked the jury they said hey do you think that it's possible that he's a threat to society like he's a continuing threat to society and like is he bad do you think he will do this again um and they said yes <laughs> they said that he um is a threat to society and that clearly yeah um that he was likely to present future
0: danger oh yeah because like it, like it wasn't just like his family like is fucked up in itself but the fact that like it was just he's like i'm just gonna go see who i can kill at work like <laughs> yeah so yeah, that's I'm like, like why it's, it's not just it. because one thing triggered him like He would definitely do it again. Well, um, deputies
1: testify that he's not a problem inmate and he's unlikely to be a future danger. But they also um, were very um, strategic um, whenever they presented evidence from expert and lay witnesses that say that he's unlikely to be a future threat. Um, But they did not seek testimony from jail personnel because he indicated that he had no good relationships there. He had no
0: positive relationships there. So I don't know where these... Okay, first of all, you're not supposed to have positive relationships in jail. jail, yeah. That's the the first thing. Like, that's the whole point of it. Second of all, like, even if, like, everyone truly believes, oh, he would never do it again, he did it. He murdered his he family. Murdered his Even if he doesn't family. do it again, like that's his punishment. Like well it doesn't
1: matter if you do it again because he did it. They argue that the trial counsel should have presented mental health testimony. Um and they say that he's not a future danger because he was the crime was triggered by his PTSD. By his by his attachment trauma.
0: Okay. I'm like, okay there's a lot to unpack there you got me opinionated Okay, uh, first of all like it was so premeditated he tried it exactly. multiple times exactly he said himself that his like, first plan didn't work so he had to come up with another one and he was like insane to in mind to be searching and like it wasn't triggered by his PTSD because like it wasn't just a specific attack on them like i said he was like putting rat poison in spaghetti and bringing it to work yeah. and like as someone, like, we were talking about, like, trauma today. As someone who, like, has experienced significant trauma, and I am not murdering people, I just hate when, like, that's kind of used yeah. as a scapegoat. Yeah, exactly. And, like, trauma doesn't make you do crazy stuff. Like, it does doesn't affect you, but, like, that's still, like, I don't know, like, that just bothers me, like. Exactly, like, you can still be traumatized and be a good
1: person. Yeah, that's go to therapy. <laughs> yes. It's just yes you're right don't use your trauma as a scapegoat you don't use your trauma as a
0: excuse to continue being a bad person yeah and then i think when people hear that and they're like oh he snapped because he had ptsd like do you know how many people how common unfortunately ptsd is and like CPTSD, ptsd and how so many people live with it and then it just stigmatizes it too and then people live in fear of people who do have mental illnesses because exactly. of someone who's just like evil exactly and like i did i do understand i don't
1: understand i don't understand why he did that um but i did see in his past he did have like a troubled upbringing and stuff like that but like you said like a I lot feel, of people yeah, i yeah. feel terrible tough, that he, yeah. he went through that um but that's still not a reason to kill your whole family yeah especially it was so like Meditated it was in. so planned, um, but yes, man. we're still waiting for his execution. It is; it has been postponed. There is. Um, I'm not even going to plug the website. Never did minded. you? Uh, did you ever meet him? I never met him.
0: Okay, you were you were young when this yes, happened. I was
1: very young when this happened. I do remember um, one time driving past where the house was, and my mom being like, "Oh my god," like she just was so like visually unsettled by it and i it made me upset. <laughs> yeah, it's 2009.
0: That's crazy. What were you doing in 2009? You I was a uh, child. I was going to make myself was, like, seem really eight. old so you were. I was like <laughs> 2009 was like my emo phase. You were a child. Your mom was eating rat poison spaghetti. My mom was eating I was listening to my chemical spaghetti. romance hanging out at the skate park even though i didn't skate. <laughs> <laughs> 2009 man but no oh, that's crazy like that trips me up like he could have just added a little more rat poison and like i think it's just weird that you had such a connection to it like your mom yeah, my mom like i don't
1: know like i remember her that's like crazy i remember this happening and my mom coming home and like telling us about it and her being like i ate that spaghetti and us all just being like oh my god and like her her and her friend ate that spaghetti ate a bite of that spaghetti i guess i don't know how much she ate i don't yeah. know if she got sick afterward all i remember is her telling me that it was disgusting and too salty
0: and that she could not keep Good. it down i want to listen to my instinct if i eat anything even if there is I too much salt in it we can stop accepting food from people at work now <laughs> yes that is the moral of the story <laughs> if you haven't them, learned give us anything
1: do not get food do not accept food from a man who tries to give you food at work
0: just don't. don't bring
1: your own food every day just don't talk to men <laughs> don't be nice to men
0: <laughs> um
1: and also don't use your trauma as a scapegoat
0: no like it's tough because like, i know it's easy to say oh go to therapy i understand therapy is a privilege Therapy is a privilege. It's yes. very expensive. Not everyone's insured. It's still expensive with insurance. So, like, as much as I want, you know, it it sucks that there isn't the healthcare system that other countries have that we don't have, where people can get that help that they need. Cause therapy does wonders, and it just sucks that like, yeah, and people just don't have the help. And, and he his guy, you know, like if it would have helped him, like if you kill your family, like, maybe you are just evil. You know, like that's a philosophical debate right there but if you can't therapy is a privilege but get it if you can (laughs) i don't even
1: i have no words i don't even know what to like say he's just just,
0: trash it just
1: breaks my heart and that poor christy freeze girl like had to testify Oh, good for her for
0: like standing up and not falling into his trap like how we talked about last week with um the whole Chris Watts thing of that girl contacting him, like good for her this for is just like so like it, reminiscent of that like what wow. is uh, and it's but
1: it's so close what to What these fucking men will do to cheat to get an un-
0: like literally, like, I just can you calm the fuck down? I just don't understand why they just think murder is the option. It. Uh, f- for like oh i don't want to go through the process of a divorce but like do they just not think they're gonna like jails worse than divorce i learned something
1: or really sad whenever i was reading this oh, i do know that they had financial issues and oh. there was a point in time where he had hurt his back and he like he had crohn's disease and joy his wife like Became a licensed massage therapist so that she could take care of him. Oh my God! I know. Oh like she really, and what they had said about Clyde, the um, the father-in-law was just that he was like really nice person, and that the whole family oh, I was, was just bed. yeah, really nice. If your and name close. is
0: Clyde, you're a <laughs> ray of fucking sunshine, Clyde.
1: Way to go, hot leather.
0: Oh, know, That's heart Like. Ugh, I know that one had, like, no good. <laughs> I mean, it's good he's getting justice, if anything, but, yeah. I just, yeah. Yeah, I just wonder, like, what the the psychology of it is, where they just think murder is the the option. I have no idea. It's, uh,
1: like, like he really himself said that he had to have a second plan, and that he made a second plan, so.
0: Why wasn't your,
1: like, yeah, why just lie? You? <laughs> why?
0: Why? Why? that's scary because like she didn't see it coming. like that's what when you put yourself in the situation these women like now because you know she's not here to speak we don't know what she knew if she knew he was cheating yeah obviously he was keeping it a secret if he was doing his like internet searches at work mm-hmm. and not at home yeah. you know but like yeah you just want like you never know and that like just i guess putting myself in her shoes like this is so morbid and terrifying like just imagine laying in bed with that next step person every day and then one day they're beating you with like a baseball bat and like how does your brain even rationalize that? Like, whew, that's heavy. One that was a good story one but that was heavy.
1: Don't trust men.
0: <laughs> All right, well, let's uh, segue. segue, Let's segue to talk about another trash person. We are like, <laughs> we were like, it's gonna have to be a segment now of like, let's talk about trash men but like, They keep doing things. This is the things that are happening in the news that are big. They don't stop. And so, like, well, now we have to talk about it. And now we just look like we're just trash talking these awful people, but they deserve to be trash talked. Yeah, if you're an awful person, you are an awful person. So, Josh Duggar, did you ever watch any of those shows with them? Oh, my
1: God. I never watched the, the shows, but I did, like,. I do know of them yeah. because like,
0: people are fascinated by them, I, and like, because I, I, I used to watch it with my mom, and we weren't like we're not on that. We're not in a cult like them and I think what it was is we like watch it we're like oh they're so different and it's fascinating because like oh it's harmless but that's the thing like it's not it was so harmless harmless. (laughs) so and I always joke like I was raised like relatively religiously but nowhere near this and I'll like make jokes I'll be like yeah I was raised in a religious cult but like I wasn't but like this the Duggars are literally a religious cult so in case you didn't hear the oldest one Josh was arrested (laughs) for like (laughs) child child pornography like he's terrible, and it's not a surprise because like he abused his siblings growing up and he like had it before and then he was part of that ashley madison so we know he's been trash so like if any it's a good thing because like now he's like away from it but it's just it's so sad that we know all of these things about these
1: people like there are so many like just celebrity men or just people in general who we know have done these bad things we know deserve to be in jail and we just have to sit and like wait until finally like the Duggars have been doing things yeah been doing harmful things that are harmful to society yeah and everyone bats an eye yeah because they're like no one bats an eye yeah But really, like, the thing is just with religion, it's so, like, I don't know. I feel like these cults and, like, homemade religions, I guess, are so driven by, like, just sexual relationships. And I feel like it always just made me so uncomfortable.
0: Because there's such an emphasis of, like, we are waiting till marriage and we're pure and, like, if that's your personal choice, fine, but do it for you and not because you were raised in a cult that told you to or that told you your body's the property of your husband. Yeah. And yeah, there's just so much to unpack here. I think it's, they're so harmful because I, I feel like it was brushed under the rug, the first scandals he had. Mm-hmm. Like they still had a TV show. They just like changed the name of it. But like, so it's kind of a relief, like, okay, finally, maybe some white man's going to be held accountable but the first time i was reading when this happened when he was like caught as a teenager for um assaulting uh sexually assaulting his sisters which is so so fucked up his family knew about it and covered it up and his punishment was they made him like dig a lake and shave his head and they're like okay you've had punishment because the thing is like what they're taught in that religion or like cult i have to say cult because like I respect religion, but this is just another fault. Fa- it's not a religion. It's a cult when, you know, it goes that far. And, you know, they're taught that, like, women just have to forgive. Like, if you're a good wife, you have to forgive. Yep. And that's why you asked why Harry's wife didn't leave the first time, you know, on these other scandals. But, like... She literally has nothing, though. Like, she was her father's property. They pawned her off to him when she was, eight, like, 18. She's been indoctrinated into this. Like, she's a victim in it, too. Like, she's been brainwashed. Yeah. If she gets help, she has to leave the cult. And then her family cuts her off. Like, I think that I, that's what fascinates me about this is, like, his wife's. Because I think it's easy to say, like, oh, just leave him. But there's so many layers to it. And she's pregnant with like her seventh kid. And I think we just got to keep in mind like shows like this. Like, yeah, they were fun to watch because it's always fun to be like, oh, they're so extreme and entertaining. But like putting people on a pedestal like that is harmful That and area. they have fans too like we can look at it from the outside lens but there are people who are like oh i like these because they yes. embody my values too yeah. and like, that's when it becomes harmful and yeah like little girls seeing
1: women like that seeing women being like told like oh you're this man's property like you have to do what he says you have to forgive him because god says yeah, you because forgive god, god wants it.
0: you to be a man's property mm-hmm. yeah it just makes me so sad because like those children really don't stand a chance they don't you know? because they're born into it like they don't they don't they have, don't, know. They don't get to learn anything else yeah and but then it's just cyclical and then they they have 20 kids too and it yeah. just they breed and it's aocracy it's just crazy, but I'm glad that he's probably being held accountable. And I hope he does not get to see his children. I hope like as many people No, are, he does
1: not need to see his children. He does not he need, need to see. see and he does not need to stay need in
0: jail. He yes. Yeah, and I just hope death penalty. Yeah. I am like, I just I wish sex crimes were held up to the standard of exactly. higher crimes, too. It's... Don't even get And this started. is a rare instance where he is being held accountable because there are probably so many, like you said, swept under the rug. Yeah,
1: there are. There like, are so many swept under the rug. Like, this is...
0: You're right. Like, one rare instance where they're actually being held accountable. But, like... But this is only like, to what not the extent? first time, too. Yeah, no. Yeah. Like, it took this many times. Like, a lot of people could have been, like, saved if yeah. this was... Taken care of earlier, and it's. Exactly. I was watching like a TikTok about this is like all over my TikTok for you page too. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't I mean, know. I tic- need
1: to download TikTok. <laughs> I like you're always like TikTok, TikTok. Everyone <laughs> is always like TikTok, TikTok. Because and I it cannot, like
0: it reads your mind and it knows I, what you like, want to watch. Never
1: understand. They're like, hey, have you seen the TikTok? And I'm like, because there's
0: it, a TikTok for everything.
1: I I'm still stuck in Vine. I'm like, I just
0: showed <laughs> my roommate that Vine of the little boy that's like, oh, what the fuck is that? What the fuck? There? Yeah. It's just ironic that you're the Gen Zer and I'm the millennial. <laughs> and you're the one still stuck on Vine and I'm watching TikTok.
1: I'm not hip and groovy.
0: <laughs> I'm not like the cool kids. I'm not. Um, but anyway, <laughs> I saw So there's like TikToks talking about how harmful and those religions are because there's so much shame around sex. But it kind of causes like sexual deviancy. And mm-hmm. then when we ha- people had a chance to help him, and when he like said he had problem, like they didn't get him therapy. It's like you go talk to a pastor, mm-hmm. who just tells you like don't do. So it just like perpetuates it, and yeah, there's a lot of mm-hmm. there's a lot to unpack uh, with like you know in evangelical religions and sex because it does seem like as pure and like repressed as they are, and I won't kiss my wife till the wedding day then there's a lot of Aren't like they, yeah, sexual they do scandals don't they
1: not hold hands either like they they're don't even like touch each other they don't dance no they're allowed side hugs yes, and like their parents go on that. their dates yes i do remember yes that. I know and that. they can't dance because it like they're like afraid that it's gonna make them horny
0: yeah but here they are here they are being Yeah, it's... And I think that's why we watch it, was so fascinating. Like, oh, that's crazy. They, like, don't do this, and don't do this. And, like, like I said, like, you're about your choice. If you're with someone and you are not comfortable holding hands to a certain point, or kissing to a certain point, and if, like, that's okay, but when you do it out of pure shame and like discomfort in your body and because of like a religion and there's just so much like so many layers to it
1: parents are teaching you hey like these feelings they're ungodly these feelings you should
0: not be. but suddenly they become godly when you get married yeah yeah
1: it's just suddenly you're like i must please my husband because it's what he wants children yeah
0: yeah, and that's the thing I was seeing, like on TikTok. But sad about it is, his wife was probably so brainwashed as like, I can fix him, you know. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm a better wife and I give him more kids and I do this to him, then he'll stop those behaviors. If I'm a good enough wife, and it's just tragic. And who you know, like, if she'll ever leave the cult or, you know, if the younger kids. Here's yeah. the thing about them too. But there's like, there's twenty kids, something like that, in the original family. Now there's all these grandkids. One of them has to be gay, like statistically speaking, one of them has to be really closeted right now, and that's really sad. It is like it's no way to live. I just, I don't even know. I hope that they download TikTok. I hope that and they see see the outside
1: world. And they. They're the generation to stand up and be like, "This is fun. Well,
0: there's that one daughter they have that's the rebellious one. Uh, Like she's still she's still part of a church, so I don't know what her like, you know, her beliefs are. But she got her nose pierced and Mm -hmm. like wears makeup. She wears makeup and her her, like kids are allowed to dress how they want, and her Mm -hmm. and her husband have like distanced themselves. So that's good. I hope they. Yeah, that would be. There's a a little bit of hope. There's
1: a glimmer of hope for.
0: And I think because they're so public, there's like, it's a double edged sword. Like they're so public and that gives them supporters and gives people mm-hmm. and, like sweepers in the rug. But also there's so many people calling them out on the behavior, you know? So,
1: you know what? Like I'm happy for her that she's a strong, independent woman and that she can make that decision for herself. Like it's probably a big step for her to wear fucking pants.
0: Yeah. Like it's, it's such a little thing, but like it's probably yeah, like, it's probably huge for her. Mhm. it go her. I know. I can't remember which one it is, but it starts with a J, like all of them. I can't Don't imagine m- having that many siblings. No, I couldn't imagine. I have two, mm. and that's too many. I have none, and that's too many. <laughs> <laughs> like, I <laughs>
1: am too much. I'm. I'm. Me having to exist is too yeah. much. I get really stressed out about all of the people that I know, and I'm <laughs> like, oh my god, why oh do I know goodness. so many people? <sighs> but
0: But anyway... <laughs> Let's shift to some positive stuff now <laughs> we talked about garbage people. I't that even was our that was I our even think of a positive you uh, know switch over. Mm. Um, I, t- I gave you a prompt before. Oh yeah, something this week that has made me what smile. has made you smile this week.
1: <sighs> <laughs> and I know like let's shift gears right now. I was at the dentist. I went to the dentist on Thursday. Oh. That made t- you smile? Yeah. <laughs> I love the dentist. Well, I had to smile because they <laughs> were taking my pictures. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> they, I got new x-rays. It's been three years since I've had x-rays. Um, I have to get my wisdom teeth out. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm, that didn't make me smile. I've never done it. Oh, God. It's Annika with her sad life. Nothing makes her smile. That's true. That's
0: the, the new segment that we're adding. Annika with her sad life. Nothing makes her smile. And, and <laughs> I have, like, here's an itemized list of 30 things that made me happy <laughs> on Tuesday night. <laughs> <laughs> Color-coded by category. <laughs> like,
1: that, that sounds like it is something that is real. I, I would It would be real.
0: I do. I have a gratitude journal. I have it written in it. But every night, I have to say three things I'm grateful for. See, every night, I I don't write
1: it in my journal, but I do do my, may may those I love be happy, healthy, and safe. Oh, and, I love that. Um, I do think about what I'm happy for, and I think about um, what tomorrow brings. Um but
0: see you today, got, you got some positivity in that little dark heart Annika <laughs> just a little bit
1: I'm sorry I found something that makes me smile I <laughs> see that you have
0: a mini brand up there yes on my shelf <laughs> on your shelf Annika gave me a mini brand because she already had it and so I put it on my shelf see I made you smile that did make me
1: smile that did make me smile yeah
0: it's right next to my um framed picture of Harry Styles <laughs> and crystals <laughs> really I was like, how if you could describe like the aesthetic of my room I feel it would be like if Barbie and Stevie Nicks designed a room together um yeah I totally see that yeah like witchy but pink yes I completely
1: totally see that and that's where we record I always just think about like like your room reminds me of like an American Girl Dolls room like whenever I'm in it I think about whenever I was younger and I would make like tiny little foods for my american girl dolls <laughs> is that a
0: good thing
1: yes like little ice cream i well, actually it wasn't even i had one american girl doll and then the only reason that i got it was because this girl had an american girl doll themed birthday party and i was the only one that didn't have Oh, one. you
0: had to fit in
1: so i had to fit in yes so yeah. this is like the room that my american girl doll would be in.
0: I, I hope someday in the future when they make a 2020 american girl doll because it is going to be from the year 2020 has a mask on shit went down and they need to make they need to make the millennial american girl doll i hope it's based off me (laughs) like i hope i guess it had to be younger they could do like 2002 me with like my butterfly clips and roll on glitter yes i would be a great american girl doll except for their whole thing is they've had like struggles and I don't know if I've had a... As a child, I didn't have a... I lived through... I don't know. It's... Speaking of TikTok, the one that's like, I'm tired of living through major historical events. Like, that song. Like, that's how I feel as a millennial. Like, it, it all went down after 9-11. Like, please, just <laughs> let us have a year peace. Oh. I'm sorry, millennial. I know. You're a little Gen here. I was thinking that the other day. I had this whole am thought I? process. Wait. I don't even...
1: Am I Gen Z?
0: Yeah. Are you sure?
1: Yeah. Because oh yeah, millennials like cuts
0: off after like 97, 98. Yeah, 2001. Because yeah. I was... I was thinking that. I am like, okay, if I could live in any era. Because I'm like, we got it bad, millennials. Like, we're just paying our student loans. Trying to make sense of life. Still looking for jobs. Like, it's, it's rougher. I mean, we've lived through a lot of major historical events. But I was, like, pop culturally. I you got it good. I was a kid with Lizzie McGuire. Mm-hmm. I was a preteen and teen during peak emo phase. Like, my chemical romance was made for me. Yeah, that really messed me up because I was emo in elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> you started so earlier.
1: Yeah. I think that explains why I, what did you, how did you say it? Why nothing makes me happy. My life is sad. <laughs> You've been
0: an emo kid since age
1: six. I was popped out of a womb an emo kid. My mom was an emo kid. Raised in the well, emo. My kid. mom was an emo adult. So, oh, yeah. She worked at, she, she was
0: a Hot Topic kid for oh, real. I, was, I loved Hot Topic. Oh, but I was going to say one thing Fair, And then the other thing is I was also the right age. I was a freshman in college when Kesha was releasing her, like, party music. So, I got to live through that too. But I also had to live through like a Trump presidency and a recession and a pandemic and yeah, you know, pretty. the resurgence of white supremacy and all that fun stuff. What is Okay, Annika's showing <laughs> me a picture of like her literally being. She looks like she's a goth 6-year-old. <laughs> that's the only way I could describe Can it. Can you describe it to them? <laughs> I mean, that's it. You're a goth 6-year-old. Um <laughs> yeah you do look like you're about 10 and she's wearing like dark makeup and like almost black lipstick and has the fashion statement we all had in <laughs> the early 2000s <laughs> the gloves is, yeah like fishnet fingerless like arm warmer gloves i wear those all the time there's also wow <laughs> oh my god there's like the spiked
1: jewelry too this, yeah the like rubbery spiked jewelry i think we should bring it back i think we should Be emo again. I still kind of am emo.
0: I I have my day, either I dress like a woodland fairy. or like an emo kid still like there's two very see, varying I aesthetics get so sad because i feel like i always look so basic i don't get to
1: fit into an aesthetic i just am like don't.
0: t-shirts and jeans <laughs> that is an aesthetic we are um that takes us tiktok, of TikTok <laughs> um that's like you never see two best friends with the same aesthetic <laughs> one looks like a mom who's put together and one looks like her emo child and that's that's us. what you saying, <laughs> That is definitely us. That's a fun trip. It's just so weird to me that I'm old enough that like my childhood fashions are back in style, and I love it. I'm like, yes, butterfly clips. Let's go. I got like two pairs of jelly shoes right now, but it's it's weird to see kids your age, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> be like, oh, these vintage fashion mm-hmm. finds are so cool, and I'm like, oh, we're we're vintage now. The only other thing I wanted to say before we end it today is thank you to everyone oh yes yes We hear the immense support that we have gotten with in the past week we really didn't it expect it sweet like we've been annoying about <laughs> this podcast but we thought like everyone especially the people we work with would be like okay cool and then not listen but like so many people came up to us and like talked about that last one like they actually listened to it and they did it for you i know it's just been so like overwhelming to know how people listen to it and liked it and it means a lot and this podcast for me was when we conceived the idea because it's taken us a long time to like it has it's been a couple months get it running because we're planners and we were doing it like right and when I was like going through a tough time like this podcast was like the idea of it was like I'm so excited for it and like building it up was like such a healing thing for me and I'm just really grateful that people like even if five people like it like if it makes someone happy and excited like i'm so happy about that and so thank you guys thank you for everyone who like shared it and hyped it up and just like came up to us and talked about
1: it like that made me so happy and even like just seeing you how excited and happy you are about it makes me so happy because i'm just like oh my goodness this
0: is so cute and it's making like it's for fun and like it's just making us so happy (laughs) and like i'm over here planning my next podcast (laughs) i'm like i'm gonna have a network i will have to say that it is so stressful for me to be like
1: not the center of attention but just like for people to come up and be like oh i listened to that thing you did and me being like uh you know things
0: about me yeah
1: don't (laughs) talk to me about it but yes talk to me about it because i I think it's so fun and i I love seeing people excited about it but i'm also like
0: and it's just fun we get to talk about as i said we love we don't love crime but like i feel like i'm I'm just hanging with my friend and we're talking about cases and it's something that interests people and that's super cool so thank you guys for everything and keep don't get bored of us <laughs> keep listening <laughs> yes send send
1: us in little things to to talk about if you ever want to If you have a case anything, idea case idea e- what's our email address girls gone violet girls gone violet email us send us in anything we might
0: talk about it on the show we probably will because if we'll talk about anything talk about thank you again um thank you again for everyone who supported us and listen to us um, please continue to spread the word about our podcast. Um, we love to have more listeners hear our embarrassing stories for whatever reason. Um, if you want to give us a suge- suggestion, like we said, our email is going to be um, girlsconvioletgmail.com. Please um, subscribe on um, Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever you used if you haven't yet. And definitely um, leave like, a rating. Like, comment, and subscribe. Yeah, leave a rating and review. Do all of that and um follow us on instagram
1: you should send us memes to our email (laughs) address that's what i request be
0: like subject line meme for annika i'll pass it along to you if you let me get it yeah all right well (laughs) our instagram i'm doing advertising here now i'm so sorry it's okay memes (laughs) are important (laughs) so anyway our Gmail is going to be girlsgonevioletgmail.com. at gmail.com. Our Instagram is going to be at Girls Gone Vile Podcast. Our Facebook and Twitter are both going to be at Girls Gone Vile. Definitely follow us and spread the word if you like us. And yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. And we'll be back next week with, I'll give a little preview. It's going to be an old time mean crime. Mm-hmm. We're going to do some time traveling. So it's going to be fun. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.